when I'm on, they gon' have questions for me. What them bad hoes like? Can you bless me, homie? We're back. Back to even. Today is February 17th, 2023. Thank you for coming along on this magnificent journey as we try to get your ass back to even. Um, My name is Jeff. My name is Jeff, one of the hosts of this lovely show. I'm, as always, joined by the beast. Hey, Ben. Hey, Ben. 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 Hey, Ben. Oh, Ben. 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 This shouldn't make me laugh. Ben Simp, what's up, my brother? How are you doing? What up, brother? I'm doing, dude. Just in a recovery state of life, you know. Uh, big weekend last weekend, and uh, really hits hard uh, after 30. So I'm still, I still feel pain in my body. So is that one of the? So you tell me, right? Is that one of the? Because I have definitive moments and or weekends, whatever you want to call it in my life, where it was just like, whew, shit hits different now. Is that one of your first or no? No, I think, I mean, you know this well, because it was like Justin's wedding weekend. You kept texting us like, Jesus Christ, I don't know how you guys do it. Like, you know, I'm old now and you were feeling like shit after the weekend. Mm -hmm. I mean, I feel like that. I think like, in the moment, I always try to push through like I'm 21 years old and can go forever. And yeah, to prove that point, uh, Mez flew in pretty late yeah. on for, uh, Thursday night. Mm-hmm. And like his flight was like held uh, on the tarmac for a minute. So we didn't get back to my place till like 1.30 in the morning. I was just excited Mez was here. So him and Matthew and I each had a, we had one TX whiskey on the rocks. And mm-hmm. probably went to bed about two thirty. Yeah, woke up at seven thirty. I felt so hungover, and I had one drink. <laughs> it was tough. Is tough it, look. I I wonder if. Well, so you had been drinking while we were on the pod. You'd been drinking earlier in the day. I'm assuming. No, just those, just a couple beers I had while we recorded. Okay, okay. okay. So just that, but I I also wonder because I have my days now. And I've never been like a guy who fucking sleeps, but there are days now where if I get four hours, when I wake up, I am just like, what happened? Right. It takes me like six hours to fucking get back to normal, back to even, right? Like where it's just like my head feel, it felt, it feels like I got wasted the night before. So I wonder if like sleep plays a big part in that. I'm sure it does. It's when your body like fixes itself. So yeah, I mean they've said that sleep's pretty important to the to the body. Um also shocking to hear that you're not a big sleeper because your brother is a fucking professional sleeper. Yeah. Um that's a talent unknown to man. I don't know. I mean I I wonder how he's doing because he used to get like twelve hours of sleep a night. He might be asleep right now. He right. could be. Who knows? Yeah. He might be listening yeah. to this as he's sleeping um, mm. Yeah, that motherfucker sleeps, and yeah, when I went out and visited him, you know, baby was a month old. Um, yeah, he was doing okay, but at the same time, you could see like he wasn't 
doing okay. Rested, right? Yeah. You know? <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, I was just kind of like, yeah, man. Uh, it don't get any better. No, I can't imagine it does. <laughs> I can't imagine that it does. This, yeah, but it's it's a talent unknown to others. And it's funny. I mean, I always used to be like a big four or five hour. I could go all day and I'd be fine. And yeah. now I'm with you. It's like, it just gets old. You know, I understand why males over 30 also like, you know, harm themselves. Right. Like not like badly, but like get injured more because you push yourself to limits because you think like, oh, I'm still 18 in my head sometimes. Right. Yeah. You're not, you're yeah. not, you're an old man now. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. yeah. There's, a, there's a lot that goes into it. I mean, so bad for you. You develop like, you're more likely to develop dementia. Yeah. If you don't sleep, uh, heart attacks, all, all sorts of shit. So, um, bring it on baby. Yeah. You know, can't have a heart attack if you're dead. That's kind of what I say. That's right. Uh, <laughs> I want to see how and tough I'll, I am. Make my heart attack itself. Right. So bring it. Yeah. No, get your sleep folks. Don't be like that's your PSA for the day. We're gonna try and do uh, one Friday. of those a week. Let's make that a segment. A PSA. <laughs> one PSA a week that is completely random, has nothing to do with anything we planned on talking about. So yeah. So you're recovering. You're trying to get back to even. Are you? Oh yeah, by now I am, but good, like good. Monday was tough. Um Matthew was still here. We hung out, just had supper, like we just chilled at the house and then yeah. Tuesday, I recorded my pod. It was Valentine's Day. Ton and I went out to supper late, and it was like, man, I just want to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. And then yesterday, it was just like the culmination of it all. I think we're in bed by eight o'clock. Yeah, and we we're just out. Like, yep. I'm okay. I'm okay to do that sometimes. But today, I feel great. You know, got up, had like twelve hours of sleep last night. I'm ready to rock. Fired so, up. It's fucking work, right? Let's get after right. it. Let's get after it. Um, yeah, so big weekend for you. What do you want to start with first? What do we, what do you, I'll I'll let you kind of like go with the rundown here. I'll just play along. All right. Well, I guess first off, I'll just start, I'll start from my bottom on the notes. Shout out to boys for a fun weekend. Uh, I told Ton earlier today, like our house was like a frat house all weekend. Uh, (laughs) Maz, Matthew and Ty are here and we just, I mean, we had so much fun. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's just, like, no rules for a weekend, right? Like, that's fun to yeah. several boys weekend. And uh, definitely, Mez and I are already on the, on the lookout. Uh, WMO plus COD Squad plus spouses trip next year. So, the boys, we're going we're gonna to book a VRBO early. Uh, got some plans, but we just got to make it happen because it's so much fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a fucking blast. But here's, here's where the boys went downhill. There's a craft beer area at uh, in between like five, six, seven area, and uh, they give you like these punch cards, and we kind of like, oh, at the end of the day, we'll go down there and get in there, because uh, we went down there once and it was crazy. So we're like, okay. let's just end the day there, because then we can come out the princess close to home. Anyways, the lady who was handing out the punch cards had left by the time we got there, so there was a box of punch cards sitting there. And the security guard was like, don't you go in that box. She was real stern with me. And I was like, okay, sounds good. She's like, ask those people. So I asked the people at the Truly, or no, sorry, Simply Lemonade. They have a vodka drink now. Yeah. Um, 
So I asked them, I said, Hey, can we have some cards? Like nobody's man in the thing anymore. And the girl's like, I didn't see anything. So we took like 40 of them mm-hmm. between the four of us. And it was like a eight ounce pour sample cup for each one. And there were six on each card. And we, we, I mean, we drank a lot of different beers, which is not good for you to start, right? Like we had some blue moons and I think it's like Perino or something. It was kind of weird. You ever had that? Never heard Italian. of Italian? Me either. It's not bad. It tastes <laughs> like Miller Lite in Italy, I guess, okay. uh, if I had to put a taste on it. But then they had a liney stand. And they had summer shandy and a peach linies, which is actually really solid. So if bushlight peach happens, I don't Ooh. think I'm going to hate it. Okay. Okay. But we drank about a million of them. Yeah. And we were hammered when we left. Uh, we walked out to the princess, Matt Adam Thielen. That was dope. Oh, nice. Shout out Thielen. So he was, wa- yeah, he was walking by and I was like, hey, what up, Adam? And then actually my buddy, Johnny Christensen, he knows that he's really well connected with Adam. And during the season, Johnny, he owns a, like a charter service type deal. So he drives Brian O'Neill, Adam Thielen and uh, Garrett Bradbury to the stadium every week. He picks them up in like this Mercedes van. Yeah. So Johnny was down here kind of hauling them around, taking in the festivities with some other people. But anyways, he's like, Hey, you guys want to meet Johnny or want to meet Adam? And I was like, yeah, for sure. And then, uh, we were just too drunk. We were too drunk to wait for Adam Thielen. And so uh, somebody made an executive decision and said, we were leaving. I was unaware. All of a sudden I was told we were leaving. (laughs) Then we left. So we did, we, uh, we, we got a little fist bump in, but we were about to have some beers with Adam Thielen and Gary Bradbury and, uh, didn't happen. So that was a letdown. You know, It'd have been a cool experience, but at the end of the day, you're just having beers with another guy, right? Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, I'm not like I'm with you 100. He's just a guy. Um, 100. Yeah, yeah. Plays football in the league, which is a cool story to share. Uh, but at the end of the day, just the dude, right? Like your life didn't. Yeah. You know, he wasn't going to be like, "Hey, you're on the team. Uh, wear a jersey to your next game. I'll get you in the game." Right. Well, I I don't know. I mean, I can't say yes or no. <laughs> I don't know if that would have happened. Or not. You're right. That's right. You're right. He might have been like, you know, we had a week, a couple weeks this year where we were down lineman bad. And yeah, we could have used a guy who played NAI football for a year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then they could have pulled me out of the stands for sure. 100%. And your buddy's there. He could coach you up. Yeah. You know, stars were aligning, man. Missed opportunity. It's too bad. It's all right. But no, so you were at. So first, I just want to back up. Shout out Ton. Uh, you know, some oh, snaps big were shout out. Some snaps were sent of you guys hanging out in your fucking apartment and she she was just like out, right? Like I, I the fact that she was like hanging with you guys, I you know, got to give her credit. And just again, as a married man who's been in that game for a while, uh as weird as it is, like you got to thank them for you know letting you have those moments because that is a it is a big ask uh, to just kind of like check the oh, fuck yeah. out of relationship Ben, which is a different right. human. Oh, for sure. Than you know, friendly, outgoing, hanging with my boys Ben. Yeah, you know. So 
And she had a big weekend too. I mean, she was obviously busy, you know, in her line of work at the dry bar. I mean, doing all kinds of hair for the open and the Super Bowl. I mean, she actually did Martha Stewart's hair Super Bowl Sunday. I I felt like we talked about that, right? Yeah, yeah. So how'd that go? I mean, fuck. Uh, she said the Martha was cool as fuck, uh, but the lady that was with Martha was a bitch. Martha's so, handler. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So the lady was like, oh, whatever Martha wants to do. It's always whatever Martha wants. It's like, well, you're probably not here if it's not for Martha. So. <laughs> yeah, without a doubt. So shout out to on. Looked fun. You guys looked wrecked in a couple of those, like struggling to uh, exist anymore. Um yeah, you were yeah. you were at the you you went to the to the open the waste management feature. Sure did. How was it? It's great. Dude. Talk I'll me never, through the day. I, I wish that I didn't work all week. I mm-hmm. mean, it was tough. Like all week last week with, I think I told you that when we recorded last Thursday with all the shit going on, like Super Bowl week and then the open and. It's just too much, and to be this close to it, knowing like I could just walk over there at noon and hang out for the day. So, uh, never working open week again. I love it. It's a spectacle. I hope everybody partakes in it at some point. Um, I wish that females would like get it a little bit. Like I started sending the snaps of like footwear of the open, and then those girls were tripping in their high heels and shit. And it's like, grow (laughs) up. This isn't a fast show. It's a golf tournament. So. But it's in Scottsdale, so everybody thinks it's a party. And it is. It's great. Um, everybody's talking about the, uh, you know, how it's it's the Daytona 500 to golf. Like, this really kicks off the season. And they go, and they have this huge fucking party in Scottsdale, and they just run. And it's a fucking blast, dude. I mean, yeah. whether you like golf or not, come to this one time. You'll be like, this is the best sporting event in the world. Hundred percent. It's just it's fun, and you know, like you, you said something interesting, right? Like there's all this going on, you know, as you're trying to like live your life, and it, it's really hard to focus. It's hard to you know get shit done. I'm sure a lot of the people you're trying to call, go visit, are also there, you know, or going. And oh yeah, they don't want to fucking do do anything because they they want to be there as well. You know, I lived in. So I lived in Louisville. Uh, Louisville. Louisville. Not Louisville. Not Louisville. It's Louisville. Um, for, you know, four or five years. And I got to give them fucking credit. They do it right. And Kentucky Derby rolls around. School shut down. Uh, really? Yeah. Thursday, Friday, school shut down. Honestly, no one works. Unless you're essential service worker, right? Police officer, you're working in a hospital, something along those lines. No one's working. No professional is in the office for those two, three days. Um, Cause Friday is the Oaks, which is like all the two year olds. That's when they go race. And that's kind of like more for the locals. Sure. And then Saturday's the Derby and they shut it down, man. And the, that whole four days, that town is dedicated to the Kentucky Derby. So you're either going or you're working it or you're, you know, you're working, a, you're running your side hustle, right? Like turning your lawn into a fucking parking lot slash renting yeah. your house out, you name it, right? Like they know what they're doing and they do it right. And it's, it makes it fun for everybody, even if you're not involved. So, you know, Scottsdale, learn, 
from Kentucky, from Louisville. And, uh, yeah, just shut the fucking city down. I mean, honestly, you should. It's just too much fun. I mean, it's funny. Like, 16 is cool. I have sat on 16 for a little bit on a Thursday once, and it's yeah. fun. Um, you know, Ty was in a box a couple of days, which is obviously the way to fucking go if you can swing it. But <laughs> to just uh, take the boys around in a GA and – I mean, just see all the shit, right? Like mm-hmm. it's a, it's just an experience. You're gonna see a million people. We set all kind of betting lines with each other. Like we saw a girl with a boot, like, like a walking boot, you know. Um, when we we're walking in, so then we we're like, okay, over under is four and a half. We saw seven. Uh, we put a line on dead bodies, and we saw like twelve. Uh, Not we real dead bodies. Became one of them. But no, 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 not <laughs> just, real dead bodies, but some of them could have been man so, down. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. And like, I mean, yeah, it just takes a lot to put it on an event like that too. And yeah. you don't realize it till you're there and people, the police put up with so much shit. Yeah. Like this, this dumb fuck kid was just literally trying to get punched in the face. Like everybody that walked by, he's like 2024 Trump. Right. And like, whatever your political stance is, whatever, but nobody wants that in their face right now. We're all having a good time. Yeah. And he caught the wrong guy and he said some fucked up shit. And Ty like grabbed the guy's like, dude, it's not worth it. And like the guy was ready to pummel the fuck out of this kid, probably making a TikTok, mm-hmm. you know, which you should have let him let a kid learn. But man, it's a blast. Um the police are really cool. I walked up to one and said, Hey, uh, you got a little band aid for a big guy getting a blisty. And the cop opened his pouch and he goes, Jesus Christ, and pulled me out of band-aid. So, I mean, they they have fun with it, too, you know? Like, yeah. So, yeah, it's cool, man. I love it. Uh, can't wait till all the boys get a partake. Glad Matthew and Mez got to see it for the first time. Hell yeah. Um, it's the best event, so. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Craziest thing you saw there? Craziest thing I saw, the outfits that women wear, like, by far. Yeah. Um. It's just like, what the fuck, you know, like trying to get famous for sure. For sure. They are. They're trying to have a golfer notice them or whatever, but they don't care. You're like every other dumb bitch out here. Okay. They don't care. You you know, (laughs) Um, also, well, I guess, I mean, Mez could tell you the story too, but when we were walking in, we, there was like a frat group for sure they went to school at asu mm-hmm. and i was just like making fun of them the whole way in and they talked like super bro like bro 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 you know bro uh, yeah the whole way in and they were with the first group of girls who we made fun of and uh so mez and i are walking and matthew and ty had gotten a little bit ahead of us and this one kid is talking about like all the keggers they've done and I was like, oh, my God. Like, I wish I could just punch these fucks. Like, you know what I mean? Like, when we were in <laughs> when we were in college and we were in school, like, people still got hit in the face for being idiots. And, like, that's not a thing anymore. So, but this kid goes, dude, do you remember the ML Kager we had last year? <laughs> ML Kager. <laughs> and I was like, are you fucking kidding me right now? And it's just, I was like, man, did you hear that? And he's like, yeah, I did. Shit. Just a bunch of dipshit kids, but um, they all dress alike too, is what I'm getting at. All those dudes look the exact same, um, like uh, pants cuffed up, ready for a flood, like dress pants. Those are in, I guess. Huh. 
Uh, Tommy Tommy Bahama shirts are back. Interesting. Didn't know that. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. As much as the girls dress like each other, so do those losers. So, yeah. interesting to see. Yeah. I'm sure we all did. I mean, I mean, probably to an extent, but man, like, I feel like we're pretty, pretty individualized. Really? I don't know. At least my group was. Okay. I, I think, I mean, maybe not. Maybe you looked at us like, look at these fucking retards all dressed in alike. But I, I mean, I don't remember, right? I wasn't around when you guys were 18, but I, you know, I, it's not like, uh, and I guess I say this, um, kind of tongue in cheek, right? But like. You obviously aren't dressing. You're not all wearing exactly the same thing, right? But, you know, I grew up in the baggy pants, big sweatshirt era, right? right? So all my friends had baggy pants and big sweatshirts. It would have been weird for um, someone to, you know, to have that outfit on, for then someone to be rocking the, you know, baggy pants with, you know, but it was ripped at the bottom with a tools tool sweatshirt and a chain wallet and then somebody to be wearing the flannel outfit of grunge you know what i mean like so we all yeah in theory dressed the same uh it just wasn't i do i will say it does definitely feels like there's like a uniform that these fucks wear nowadays yes that's exactly it you know which is strange but we were all young and fun to make fun of right for sure i mean that's for sure. I love dumb people forever. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So waste management open was was a hit. Yeah, dude, it's a blast. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait till we treat Jen to a bolt blowout and you guys come down for her birthday next year. So there we go. There we go. Yeah, it'll it'll have to. She will have nothing to do with that. Um, but as far as going to the golf thing, but she'd be happy to go and like go to a spa. And... I think honestly though, I think Jen would have a blast. If we hooked her up with some green keeper passes, kept a couple drinks in her hand, you know, I don't know. Maybe she's a big chicken tenders gal. We could just keep her chicken tenders coming. Just keep her happy. And I think she'd have a blast. Cause it is, it's more like, I know, like I said, people are going to be like, Oh, golf tournament's not for me. It's not a fun. Yeah, golf I mean, she's it's all about party. people watching. So, then, so she's in on a million. Yeah, she's she is a vegetarian though. So, chicken tenders oh, well, ain't gonna work. They probably had Beyond Chicken Tenders at the <laughs> Waste Management Open. Excellent, excellent. Um, yeah, yeah. That's that. Uh, I mean, that was it. I mean, not that's that. Of it. It was good. The big game. It was good. What do you think of the big game? I enjoyed it thoroughly. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you listened to number one chief super fan, Natick Ross on my podcast, right? And talk about his experience of helping his team win a Super Bowl. Yeah. And I shared a lot of thoughts yeah. on there, right? I, I definitely was a little worried in the first half that this game was going to be fucking awful. You know, Philly came out swinging and just mushroom stamping that Chiefs defense. It did not look good. And then, but as I picked it, right, I, you know, Philly's going to win that first half. Chiefs are going to win the game overall. Chiefs came out and just honestly put on a fucking masterclass of offense, 
against, you know, what was supposed to be, um, you know, one of the best defenses in the league, right? They And on probably historically, what was third most sacks ever? Yeah. So that's a that's a historic defense, and that line, which nobody fucking talked about, gave up zero sacks. I know. Which Isn't is that nuts? Crazy. And then yeah, just the play calling man, just setting them fucking up, and the yeah. you know touchdowns were brilliantly like gorgeous plays that just yeah. worked against that defense to a fucking T. Um. And they won, right? And that that late game penalty that everybody's all fucking up in arms against, you know, look, that's what offense is supposed to do is set defenses up. And those two touchdowns caused that penalty. Yeah. Because it's this, it was essentially the same play, right? A, a quick in and then cut out, right? And the guy was so worried about it and knew he was out of position that's what he had to do to try and get back into position. Fucking got caught for it, man. Like, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah, those play calls on the goal line were beautiful. Um, obviously, Matthew was here, so we nerded out pretty hard. Um, everybody else took a pretty early nap on Saturday night also before we did, so we talked a lot of ball, and then we were together on Monday and talked a bunch of ball, and the Chiefs on the play before each of those touchdowns down passes they ran a jet motion with that guy to see what the eagles were doing and they were passing it off to the next guy like right or they were carrying it across the field but they knew okay we got it and it was easy and i know even ross talked about it they did they even said they stole it from the jags in week four they saw that that's something that the cheat that the eagles did in the red zone and uh as an aspiring coach it's just another thing you got to take you know you got to learn from, have more than one goal line defense. Um, don't just pass everything off all the time. Yep. So, you know, there's, there's, you know, mistakes to learn from. Um, going back to you and number one Chiefs fan pod, um, I will say I got to hook up Ross and, and Bart Clayton sometime. Bart Clayton's a huge Chiefs fan too. Mm. Uh so, yeah, Bardo grew up in Montana, so he could pick his team, and that was the Chiefs. So he's a big Chiefs fan, uh, loves them about as much as Ross, too. I mean, nice. literally, like, they're on the same same level there. Uh, Bart does not own a production company, though, so he doesn't bring in, like, fireworks sure, and, sure, like, confetti sure. cannons. But it, that would be a cool Super Bowl party, if I'm being honest. Uh, <laughs> For sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, like, uh, you guys talked a little bit about the fumble and how you thought it actually hurt the Chiefs. That is one of the things, like, it. it's, like, one. I think it's one of the most, like, I think overrated talking points in football is where, like, if a defense is on the field too long, you know, they're, really? they get tired. Yeah, so, like, especially at that level, the yeah. D-line, they sub a lot. Sure. And those guys stay fresh. And the O-line doesn't sub. And those are big humans, too. And they're on the field for just as long. Okay. And wide receivers, a lot of times, if you're running, I mean, any kind of route, there's a lot of, like, times you'll put a deep route in there, you know, just a love of football route. You're not getting the ball, Mm -hmm. but you're just supposed to take guys away. That guy's got to jog back 30, 40 yards, right? I mean, like, there's just – I mean, I think being on the field is being on the field. I've never – I've never really thought, like, oh, if – I mean, the offense is on the play for 19 
you know, the field for 19 plays too. So mm-hmm. I, I think, I mean, it's just attesting to Ross's point. Like that was a big momentum for a minute for them. Yeah. But yeah, dude, just what a game, right? I mean, at the end of the day, I hate them Philly scumbags. Yeah. All of them. Uh, also, we got to get Jalen out of Philadelphia. Did you see during one of the replays where Nick Sirianni appeared to like lift his hand up and give the bird to the Chiefs sidelines and Jalen pulled his hand down? Like Jalen pulled the yeah. coach's hand down? So that was, uh, they were doing a replay of a catch. And uh, I forget which one it was. I don't know if it was the Goddard one on the sideline or um, one the of the Devontae their, Smith one. Yeah. And the chiefs had walked back to where it, the original line of scrimmage was and they were watching the replays and he, he was motioning to the chiefs fans cause he or fans team. He was motioning to the team that no, he caught that get back down there. And yeah, Jalen grabs his arm. He's like, what the fuck are you doing, man? You yeah. Know? Like knock it the fuck off, right? And I love that out of him. Uh, I love a lot of their team. I know, you know, they're they're good ball players that you know they they handled that game with so much class, especially after the fact, right? Like you know, so many people talk about that penalty and all that shit. Like they're the D back. What was it? is his name? Bradbury. Yeah, you know, he's like, yeah, I held him. You know, it is what it is. I thought I could get away with it. You know, he admits to it, you know, and the team's like, it's more than that. You know, they're all saying the right thing that, you know, uh, Jason Kelsey's, you know, a fucking legend now. Right. And it, 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 they're all like good guys. I just hate who they fucking play for. <laughs> I know. I hate that fan base. And then I just, I, I don't like Sirianni because he plays no. into that fan base so much. Yes. And he's just like feeding into the scumbag role. And it's like, dude, Jalen is such a good dude. Like, I have had so much respect for that. I mean, especially, I mean, Transfer Portal was a full-blown fucking thing when he got benched in the national championship at Alabama. But he stayed, competed for his job, didn't get it, and then Tua got hurt in the SEC championship, and Jalen brought him back and beat Georgia that year. And it was like, dude. What a fucking guy. And then he had, you know, he had success at Oklahoma and all those things. And he's just a stand up dude. Yeah. And I hate that he plays for the fucking Eagles. That's yeah. all. I mean, that, I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah. Like there's nothing else to say. Yeah. I hate all them scumbag fans. They're the worst. They're just the fucking worst. Mm-hmm. I've just never seen a fan base like that. And then to see them all out here. They, I just, I hate them, Jeff. I'm sorry. Like, I, I feel like a fool getting riled up like that over a fan base, but they're the fucking worst. Hundred percent, man. Like, it, it, it's justified. They embrace it. They wear it like a badge of honor, but it's not. Right. It's, it's ridiculous, in my opinion. And you know that this whole Sirianni thing, right? To me, you know, you know who he reminds me of. Sean fucking Payton. 10,000%. You know, that ass, that ass clown, ass hat, fuck knuckle, whatever we want to fucking call that piece of shit, right? Up in Minneapolis, right, when the Minneapolis, Minnesota miracle happens, he's doing the skull chant, mocking the fans. Like, 
and his team's buying. That's why I hated it. That's why I hate the Saints so much. Like they bought into it, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah. you know, we're you know, coach is an ass, we're an ass." So credit to the Eagles players for not being, you know, exactly like, like that, that piece of shit. Um, but yeah, that's it's that same type of behavior. It's like, dude, have some fucking mm-hmm. class. I know. Yes, this is football is a crazy passionate sport. I get that, right? Um, you know, for and, sure and. Yeah, I have conversations with Jack about, you know, he's like, this is how I want to trash talk. And I just say, look, man, I wouldn't, (laughs) you know, like you're going to get yours one day and it's going to fucking hurt. So like, Hey, if you want to do that, that's cool. But just know somebody's going to come back at you in your, one of your worst moments and it's going to fucking sting. So who do you want to be? Right. And that's, that's, Clearly who that ass clown wants to be. Like, oh, I'm going to cry during the fucking anthem, but then act like a piece of shit, uh, you know, yeah. in the moment. Like, All right, man, bunch of fake bullshit. Fuck out of it here. It is. That's the thing. Like, I mean, as a coach, I know I've always been extremely animated on the sidelines because I get excited, and I've never been close to that fucking level. But that guy, dude, there's just something about him. And he is, he is Sean Payton. The same thing with the Saints. The Saints sold their souls to the devil to win the Super Bowl in 2009 through fucking Bounty Gate or all that bullshit, right? And then I know you and Ross even talked about it because you guys were talking about games that did or didn't end on the play when Nickel Roby Coleman fucking smoked the shit out of there. Mm-hmm little running back on a wheel route and it was yep. like 10 seconds early and it was like oh pi and the refs didn't throw a fight yeah and it was like yeah like that's part of the game but i don't feel bad when it happens to the saints and i don't feel bad when it happens to the fucking eagles like that could have been the worst call of all time i've been like mm, good call yeah because i hate yeah. him like you can as you said it's passionate you can be fired up and i 100 percent am in on that but as the coach as a leader as soon as you start directing that at the other team, you right. know, like you can take that energy and direct it towards your team, right? For and, sure. And fire them up. But don't like, don't be actively involved in the talking of shit to the other people who are actually out there doing the fucking work, right? Right. Jalen Hurts has to carry your fucking bag, right? Like that team has to carry your bag. You can't back any of it up. So right. don't fucking do like, it's the little guy at a bar who's who's just yapping his fucking mouth at all the people he doesn't like, hoping that his big friends fucking defend him. Don't be that guy, man. Oh, right. perfect. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. You're not that guy. You're not that fucking guy, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you at know? all. So don't be – and you don't, you don't have an opportunity to be that guy. You know what I mean? So don't act like that. No. No, I'm uh, like, they're the, oh, they're the worst. So I'm just extremely glad the Eagles yeah. did not win. Yeah. Um, also, big game recap, living here. We didn't look. We should have looked during halftime to see if we could have seen any of the fireworks, you know, flare oh, sure. at least. Um, but we did hear the fucking Jets nice. for the flyover, and we all ran outside because they were loud as fuck. Obviously, you've been around some military jets your time. They're fucking not quiet. No. And Especially uh, four low. of them in a tight grouping like that. Especially are, low. Real loud. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, so, they generally don't fly, uh, you know, at a, at a basement of, you know, shit, a thousand feet. So, yeah, that, that breaking the sound barrier 
is Correct. a very loud experience when it's when it's got something to bounce off like the fucking earth. So I can yeah, imagine. Yeah, it was maybe. nuts. It was cool, but just being here, you know, and then we're like, we heard it during the anthem, and we had some money on the anthem over under, and then all of a sudden we heard the and they obviously went right over our place. They took a big loop towards the stadium. And I don't know how fast them jets go, but it's a 30-minute drive for me to Glendale to the stadium. I bet it's a fucking 30-second plane ride like that. So. For sure. Yeah, it's but, wild yeah. the precision that they have. They time that shit so well. Isn't it nuts? So cool. I mean, I, we have Luke Air Force Base out here, which is really cool. So sometimes I go out, I'm out west uh, to watch them just fly by and do like their touch and goes and shit. Mm-hmm. And then they get into formations and they break apart. Like mm-hmm. that shit is fucking, I mean, I'm like a toddler out there, but it's yeah. so fucking cool. So shout out America. Yeah. America. Let's fucking go. Uh, yes, best best uh, national anthem you've ever heard in your fucking life. It's up there with Whitney. Yeah, um, you know she just sang it the shit out of it, right? With and and just a normal, what I would say, like she sang it perfectly in a just a normal rendition. Yeah, that I don't think you know could be topped. He, yeah. So fucking smooth, dude. <laughs> He's the best. I love his best. voice. Yes. I fucking He's so love good. his voice. It is so pure. Um, yeah, so you love the anthem. I'm assuming, yep. you know, Woody, big Rihanna fan. That's a very good guess about him. Um, I mean, it was okay. I mean, we all kind of were kind of like, meh. And then Tawn was on it right away. She's like, is she pregnant? And I'm like, I have no idea. Yeah. And she was. We uh, were, yeah, the, the guys I was watching, nobody had a clue, but the my wife and the other wives that were there were like, she pregnant? And a couple of them were like, well, she just gave birth. And and then the yeah. ladies are like, man, that was like six months ago, though. It should be gone. And then sure shit, Red comes out. Yeah, no, she's pregnant again. She's having Irish twins. So good yeah. for her. <laughs> yeah. Um, good for ASAP Rocky. It was ASAP Rocky. That's it, shit. Right? Uh, short guy, but his dick tall. That's what he says in the song. So. <laughs> Congrats, brother. Uh, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're happy for you. Congrats on the sex. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, it was. I liked the elevated, right? That was cool. It was a unique the little, twist. Yeah. Uh, I I thought it was wild that it was just her. You don't see that in Super Bowl shows. Well, where she's like, "Fuck no, this is mine." Her and her baby. That's true. That's the flex, uh, right? Such a flex. And I love that lots she opened of good with memes. Love that she opened with "Bitch, better have my money." That was what I was gonna say. We talked about that all weekend, <laughs> and I thought for sure I was I was hundred percent in, and I couldn't find it to bet on it. I thought it was gonna be Disturbia. Because that song is like bum bum beat up, you know. It's like yep, yep. I was like, that's a good pop off, but no, bitch, better have my money. So, I mean, massive flex. Good for her. Yeah. Um, Yeah. No, she she killed it. I was gonna like. Obviously, everybody had an opinion on that penalty. What's Mm -hmm. yours? Uh, I'll say this. I do think it was a flag. He can't grab around the hips. Okay, yeah. that's one. Okay, two. I think defensive guys are over penalized, and that's got to be fixed in the NFL. 
All right, the defense can have pass interference and it could be a 70 yard fucking penalty. Offense could have a pass interference, 15 yards, right? Like defensive holding, automatic first down. Mm-hmm. Offensive holding, replay the prior down. So it's just kind of like um, I'm with the penalties. I mean, even in that spot, it was, I would, third and eight, third and seven. Makes it third and two, third and three. I'm cool with that. Yep. The Chiefs are still probably going to pick it up, and then more time comes off the clock. Yeah. But I just think there's just too many penalties that are like absolute fucking killers on the defense. Like yeah. a guy trying to make a ball, PI, whatever. Yeah. But yeah, it wasn't a penalty by far. He and he, I mean, and like he said, he fucking admitted it. He's like, dude, I pulled, I tugged on his jersey twice. I thought I'd get away with it. He yeah. didn't. So, where you, you, uh, you think refs should swallow or uh, officials should swallow their whistle or hold their flags in situations like that? No, you got to call the fucking game. Like I get yeah. that they let each other play. Uh, that was a pretty clean. I think in, in general it was a pretty clean game. Uh, to be honest, I didn't see anything where I was like blatant, you know, Oh, they missed a hole yep. around the edge, anything like that. Yep. No, I don't think he just fuck it. I mean, what if Bradbury came up, took his helmet off, and fucking swung it at Juju's face? Should we just let it go because the game's on the line? Correct. Yeah. Well, what you get, <laughs> what you get is the as mentioned, is that Saints Rams non PI right. call, right? Like that's where it goes because oh well, they're not going to throw a flag. Yeah. Hey, tackle I, everybody. Yeah, I hate that we're on the same side. It is what it is. It doesn't make it as exciting, but I I agree with you wholeheartedly. It's a penalty, um, yeah. and it has to be called because it was in, as I mentioned, it's earned the, the chiefs set it up, right? Like they're, yeah. they were setting up plays to fuck these DB DBs over and they made a mistake. And so they have to be penalized for it. I hate the penalty, as you said, right? The punishment does not fit the crime. Correct. In my opinion, um, there's a couple, there's, uh, as you said, a lot of those are, are really punitive to the defense and oh it's killers and, and it shouldn't be again right. it should just be a five-yard penalty so then it's third and three and they still yeah. have to get the first down the game is not over uh right i feel the same way about like when the offense uh like fumbles into the end zone and it goes out of bounds touchback but the other team gets the ball yeah it's like geez well, they didn't even fucking recover it Right, you know, and like it, it's it, there's so there's so many of those situations where it's like, gee, good lord, like the outcome is so egregious compared to the act, right? That I wish they'd fix that. Uh, yeah, no, I, it, I, as a, I mean, we played sports, right? Like the the game is the game, and you're setting things up the entire game, so you can't just eliminate them in the at, in the end. Right, you know what I mean, right? As a pitcher, you're setting hitters and the umpire up for those extra like inches off the black in the ninth inning. Yeah, because you've been hitting it all fucking day, you know. So like now, all of a sudden, well, hey, it's it's the bottom of the ninth, so now it just has to be down the deck. Well, what the fuck, right? Like you can't do that. That's not the game. So right, yeah, I, I we're on the same side. Uh, it'd be funner if we weren't, but uh, sorry, I can't. I think we just I have can't rational be a contrarian brains. Contrarian on that one, yeah. I can't be a contrarian. Yeah, just, uh, 
No, I, I'm 100% with you. It's just, and I think also it just goes back to that Chiefs coaching staff, dude. Those guys are so smart. Who did they run it with? Juju got fucking red hot the drive before that. He yep. came to fucking life and he got red hot. And so they put him by himself on that side of the field to yep. run a double move. And that's everything. Pat wasn't even looking that way and they threw it late. Right, like he threw it late that way because I was the last guy in the progression, and he threw it deep. But that double move is exactly what they were trying to do the whole fucking time. And if Kelsey would have been hot, anybody else, it would have been them by themselves. And that's exactly what they're trying to do, and they did it. Yep. Like, yep, those guys are good. The Chiefs. I mean, I say some shit sometimes because I know it's true. Like, not not all the coaches in the NFL are the best football coaches in the world. It's, it's true that a lot of times, like you see those guys, their their dad is on a staff somewhere, and that doesn't make them a bad coach. But it, it's a lot. The NFL is a big who you know kind of sure. good old boys club. Yeah. Um, but the Chiefs, I can wholeheartedly say, like after seeing that shit, like yeah, those guys are on top, and it shows the shit they run is next level compared to everybody else. Yeah, without a doubt. So without it, it's just wild. It's next level. Shout out Andy Reid. Shout out Andy Reid. Eric Bieniemy, um, yeah. How much play you think he has in that? Like, how much is he contributing? To that? Yeah, quite a bit. I think he probably uh, and like Nagy's back, so I think uh, in all reality, Nagy is probably like pass game stuff, give an opinion to Andy quick, run game stuff, be enemy, give me something quick, you know, kind of like a pass game, run game coordinator. I don't know. I know Nagy's the QB coach. I know the enemy is the OC and running backs coach. Gotcha. Uh, also, I will say like a ton of controversy around Eric B not getting a head coach job yet. Yeah. And I understand it's probably ludicrous, but I'm going to put a prediction out. We did predictions a while ago for 2023. Hmm. Eric Bieniemy is the head coach in waiting of the Kansas City, Kansas City Chiefs. I've thought that. Um, Andy Reid ain't doing it forever. No, he's not. He 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 is not. I've thought that as well. But um, you know, Lieber Ben Lieber. Yeah, he he makes it a point that he a couple things. One, he hasn't gotten a job because of this and he's not sure he will, is that he's really fucking hard to deal with. I mean, and he would know he was a coach on yeah, the Vikings. That's, when what, he, that's what he there. said. He's like, he was so, that way back then. Um, and I, he's like, it, it's probably very similar still. And, and that's why he's been passed over. He's just not. Some people aren't head coaches. And that's the truth, too. Not every good yeah. OC is a good head coach. That's 100% the truth. And, you know, I, I have no idea. Um, I, I always thought that, right? Like, that's why he's not taking any of these jobs because he could, you would assume, uh, almost every Super Bowl winning team, their OC and DC eventually, within like the next two to three years, is a head coach, right? And so right. the fact that he's not, I always kind of said, well, that's because he knows Reed's got three, four years left. Why would I want to go fucking coach Kyler Murray? Right. The headache that he is when I know in two years Reed's gone and I have Pat fucking Mahomes. Right. <laughs> 10,000%. And, I mean, the other way to look at it, too, is, like, uh, Brett Venables, who is the D.C. at Clemson forever, he didn't want to leave 
because they were winning and they were at the top. He's like, where is it going to be better? Yeah. And obviously Brett Venables just had a dream job and that was fucking Oklahoma. That's all. I mean, he's, he's been passed up a million times, taken whatever, but that was the job he wanted. He was also making $3 million a year to just be the DC at Clemson. Pretty solid fucking gig. Yeah. Um, But the same thing with Eric Bannamy, like fuck it. Like, why would I yep. go be the fucking head coach of the Texans and have to fucking win two games in the next three fucking years and everybody's pissed off and we suck and I get fired or I can stay here, make a pretty penny. We're going to the fucking AFC championship every year. So, yep. uh, yeah, we got a shot, right. you know? Yeah. Yeah. And look, like some people, enough's enough. Right. You know what I mean? Like, why, yeah. why do I need to go be the head coach? Like I'm making... You know these assistants, you know, they're four or five million a year. Um, For sure. Especially on that staff. And they're winning. And they got a shot to be the next head coach. Like, why the, as you said, why the fuck would I go to Houston and get fired after one year? Right. With guys that I have no part of picking. No, yeah. you know, like, it's not my team. Somebody else's team. And I just got Correct. stuck with it. And now I'm a one and done head coach. So, yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. It's nuts, dude. But quick recap: great Super Bowl, hell of a game, Absolutely. good little comeback there. Loved it. Also, there was a fucking octopus. Can't believe it. It happened. <laughs> it's wild. Yeah, yeah, it was. So, but on to the on to next season start your mock drafts it's draft time it's start draft your mock season. drafts your power rankings we'll get into that in a little while we got some other shit to get into though so oh yeah any other things to recap uh no i do remember what my fourth talking point was though it was uh full swing right is that what it's called oh yes solid dude we watched the first two episodes last night maybe knock out a couple more tonight after we get off yeah have you watched it? I've Some? watched the first two episodes. Yeah. Look at it's us. good, dude. Um, it's a sweet, it's a sweet input to those guys' lives. And it, they live as cool of fucking lives as we thought they did too. I just want to put that out there. <laughs> Correct. Uh so have did you ever watch the Formula One or the tennis no, one? Same I shit. Watch either of them. Same people who made it. Like the the Formula One one, Drive to Survive, dude. I got fucking hooked i watched like the first four seasons in like four weeks it's so fucking good good. it's so good man like especially when you don't know the sport and you're learning who these people are and and the 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 ins and outs of f1 which is a wild sport to think of like once you like understand it and they're, and they're doing the same thing in golf, right? Like that first episode, they're explaining what a bogey is. They're explaining what a birdie is. Hilarious. And, dude. That was so funny to me. I'm glad you caught that because right. I was like, who's watching this. That doesn't fucking know that. Correct. It's not for hardos. No. You know what I mean? It's for people who have no interest in golf, but they like reality TV and they're making right. a reality TV show out of it. And you know, they're going to focus on some people throughout the year, and you're going to get, and that's exactly what they did in F1. There were, you know, kind of some more main characters as opposed to, you know, it's everybody for three seconds. Um, but, yeah, they're doing that and then, like, showing, like, what they win when, you know, the earnings for winning a tournament versus placing, like, 48th. And it's Which? it's so crazy. 
still, I told Ton like in that first one they show, JT finishes 48th and he makes 48,000 fucking dollars. I'm like, oh, tough fucking weekend, huh? Like, at the end of the day, you're swinging fucking sticks and you played shitty as the sure. world number seven at the time. Sure. And you made fucking more yeah. than probably half of America makes in a year. Yeah. And we're going to get into that. Um, I, I we'll we'll let's we'll do an episode on this, right? But I think yeah. that that uh, shows why, and is like a part of the argument for the the tour fifty four, the live tour. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at yeah, that. Well, I'm that's, done. That's I'm done. But it's so good. It I, the only thing I want, is I just can't wait to someday be in a financial position. To bet you a thousand dollars on what card is on top of the deck, <laughs> like JT and Spieth did on their PJ. Yep. And he's like, Justin, thousand bucks card on top of the deck, <laughs> and then he's like, All right, double or nothing. <laughs> it's just like, are you fucking kidding me? So crazy. It's crazy to think about. Um, One coupons. Yes. Um. So I, the one thing I got to recap, uh, it's been talked about on this show. She's made an appearance. Tina. Yeah. Uh, the bitch went into heat. All right. Um, she had her first period. She's a woman now. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Dave got a hold of her one day. Um, and, yeah, you know, things occurred. And so we might be having puppies in like, I think it's like 52 days. Doesn't take long for those fuckers to cook, brother. That's wild to me. Uh, so are we calling them Dane Mastiffs? So they're, it, it's actually a, a blend, a legitimate one apparently. Oh, it it's called okay. a, it's called a Danif. A Danif. Yeah. So I might have a litter of Danifs um, that, and you weren't on. Or no, you were on the other day. No, you were not. When we all no. hopped the other night. I said, here's the deal, guys. Here's what's going to happen. So, in about two months, which would be end of April, we'll call it, when she would have them, right? And then you fast forward eight to 12 weeks, which is when a puppy can leave the mother. will be around when you're back in town... For your yeah. Boji Week extravaganza. And, uh, yeah, we should all meet down there. I'll bring a bunch of puppies and everybody gets one. <laughs> Deal. Uh, that's fine. So I can't wait till Tom hears this in the morning and finds out. Not only are we getting a dog, we're getting the biggest fucking dog of all time you're in gonna, our fucking 1,200-square-foot apartment. You're going to get a house hippo, my man. I can't wait. I love it. I fucking love monster dogs. Um I'm Googling right now a Danif because I want to see these fuckers full-blown before I tell you. Actually, Jeff, you know what? Make a couple grand on mine. That's cool. It's crazy. Um, I mean, they're big, dude. I mean, so. Jesus Christ, Jeff. I mean, Dave's 140. Tina's probably 130 right now. The fucking head on this dog, dude. Mm -hmm. I Googled the Danif. Cute pups, though. Cute pups. Can't wait to have one. At least, you know, ties down the hall, so we'll have two. We'll yes. probably get evicted. People will be like, oh, yeah, I know giraffes in the apartment <laughs> complex, dumbass. So, yeah. 
So we've been, uh, we were fighting the battle of trying to keep them apart, and it didn't work, and Dave was going insane. Uh, you know, he got a Just taste. Just a little horn dog, dude. Yeah, he got a taste, and he could not, like, leave her alone, and so we actually had to, like, send Tina to my mom's. Um, so my mom's been watching Tina. Shout out, you know, putting a diaper Shout on Shout out, her. Deb. Um, so big help there. And Dave has calmed down a little bit, but yeah, it's, it, it has been a week, uh, dealing with that shit. So yeah, that's my big recap. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, yep. So I got a book. I probably got to book a whole nother flight for a dog that fucking size to come back to Phoenix. <laughs> well, it'll be a puppy then. I'm looking at pictures of these fucking puppies. They come out like a full fucking grown German shepherd. They Jeff. are. They are large. I mean, when I got, when we got Dave and he was 11 weeks old, um, he's, he was like as big as a golden retriever. <laughs> I mean, I'm in, fuck it. Let's go. Hey, you only live once. Yeah. No, I have a fucking queen size bed in my spare room here that that dog would love. That would just be, it's, it's new without home. a doubt. Without a doubt, they're lazy. They just like to lay around, take them on a walk once or twice a day. You're good. Easy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, fuck yeah. Let's go. A ton. We're getting a Danif. What a what a week. What a week. What a week. So let's draft That's some it. shit, huh? Let's fucking go. Let's get back to that. Last week was kind of a shit show. Uh, a little bit of an impromptu. Sprung it on you accidentally, even though I'm pretty sure I texted you about it. You didn't. I'm just going to throw it out there. I went back through the text messages, see how big of a piece of shit co-host I was. I'm not. It's not in the text at oh, all. Oh, I'm going to find it. I know it's in there. But. I don't think so. You must have sent it to your other friend, Ben, who you do another podcast with. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, this week uh, we have a whole list going. Right of things like we want to kind of uh, fuck around with, and this week you picked what? I picked um, states draft. So uh, we have like a running list, and I just kind of looked through the list, and I thought that's a good one. You know, we're kind of in, we're not in a lull, but you know, we we we've done some fun drafts, and I think this one could get some people riled up because. I, and I, I do want to preface this. I'm not picking in these states because of their politics or policies. It's strictly off of places that I want to hang out, that I will enjoy. Um, that, and I think it's it's important to make it be that you've been to. I know you and I have been very fortunate to uh, – let me get BT, son of a bitch. All right, well, I missed it. Um, I think you and I have been very fortunate to travel – uh, yeah. and see a bunch of places, right? Yep. So we've been to a fair amount. I think I got like 14 states left to visit. That's um, good. Yeah. So anyways, uh, but then I think we end it with our least favorite state in the union yes. where we don't want to go. So yes. um, you, I know I've given you a first pick a couple weeks in a row and I'm going to give you first pick again because you said you did not, you did not make a list. So I think it's only fair. Since I double fucked up last week, okay, and you list that I gave you first pick again. Okay, so first pick. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I gotta go for it. Hawaii. 
All right, good deal. So, never been to Hawaii. So. Me either. Um, but I've heard it's all it's cracked up to be. And, you know, you got a good mix of beach, yeah. vacation life, the mountains, you know, volcano. I mean, it's just, it's everything, right? And if, if I was independently wealthy, that's where I would live. Uh, or one of the places I would live. One of the five I yeah. would live, right? So, yeah. I, I got to go Hawaii number one. Um, That's cool. It's where everybody wants to vacation. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Uh, my number one overall pick is going to be my new home, Arizona. Okay. Um, lot, You know, when you grow up in the Midwest, especially, uh, you see pictures of Arizona it's just like flat desert and cactus and I think that's what people think it is but then living here the topography changes are amazing I can go two hours north and I'm in the snowiest place in America in Flagstaff and I can go an hour south and be in that flat land of nothingness and then I can be here in the valley in one of the hottest places in the world palm trees like I, you know I just love it it's great uh, obviously, I live here for a fucking reason. I just went through the coldest week of the year. It was like 50 degrees. Um, so, I love it, dude. Uh, so, yeah, AZ is number one. Yeah, and it, look, like, I've lived there. Um, I think a lot of people go there. That area has yeah. experienced an explosion of late for a variety of reasons. And have you, if you've never been there, right, yes, the weather's great. The vast majority of the year. I will say July and August suck. They're not fun. Sure. It's not fun dealing sure. with that heat. Just like it's not fun dealing with the the dead of winter in Minnesota. Okay. Um, yeah. Y- you don't go outside when it's 20 below zero. And when it's 115, you're not really like hanging out outside running marathons. You, you know, no. you, you, you jump in a pool, you're, you're at the mall, you know, you're, you're indoors. It's, that's just, that's life there. It is what it is. But the other 10 months of the year are pretty fucking good. And as you mentioned, man, like the geography topo- topography there is super fucking cool, yeah. especially when you head north and you get into the, the foothills of the fucking Rockies, you know, if you get, you got the Grand Canyon, like uh, Lake Havasu, it's it's pretty fucking sweet, man. It, it is a really yeah. cool place to live. Um, yeah, it's one of my favorite places that I lived, have ever lived, and yeah, you stole one from me, so you also Appreciate get the second that. pick. Oh, that's right. We snake them around. Um, so my next pick, because I'm saying like places that I like to hang out, I'm gonna go. <sighs> You know, I'm going to do it. I'm going to go, I'm going to go Montana, mm. number two overall. Uh, spend some time in Glen Dive, Montana, emphasize on the dive. Um, but uh, it's a sweet spot, dude. Montana is just unreal. I know the boys, we all got, when we win the Powerball, we're buying the Dutton Ranch. Uh, yep. We're taking that shit over. Uh, but no, I just, Montana's fucking beautiful. Uh, that's all there is to it. Like I said, another great place, another place where there's some wild topography changes too. uh, flat as fuck to some beautiful mountain ranges. So, 
Uh, yep, Montana is number two. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, it's obviously the dream if you win the lottery, right? Just like Hawaii right. is for me. It's a good mix. I'd have a house in each where yeah. I could escape to. The big advantage to me of Montana is you could buy a shitload of land. It's beautiful, and no one's around you. Yeah. And you can just fuck off from the world. <laughs> right. Hallelujah. Um, all right, so for my second, it's, it's in line with Colorado. Uh, it is the favorite place I've ever lived, or my favorite place I've ever lived, and that is Colorado. Oh, so it's in line with Montana. You said it's in line with Colorado and then told us oh, it was Colorado. Sorry. Yeah, my bad. Hey. <laughs> hey. We can edit that, right? No, I'm not going to edit that. Yeah, it's in line with Montana. Uh, it's Colorado. It's um, it's beautiful. You know, tons to do in the Denver, Colorado Springs, Boulder area, and then obviously just get up into the Rockies. You can fucking board. And then in the, in the summer, you know, you can go hiking. One of the coolest things about living there is you'll get two feet of snow and then the next day it's 45 degrees and it's melting it all and you could be golfing. So you get snow on Monday, melts it all on Tuesday. You can golf on Wednesday. It's crazy, man. That sun is so powerful there because you're elevated that 45 degrees feels like 60. There's no bugs because of the elevation. There's no humidity. Uh, It's just... I love I've I loved living there. I wish I could live there. It it is all it has also experienced a bit of an explosion, um, yeah. just like Arizona has, and, and is getting out of reach, which sucks. But man, Colorado fucks and it fucks hard. Yeah, I'm in on that. <clears throat> all right, uh, you. My third. Uh-huh. My third would be Texas. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I got a little cowboy in me. And, you know, my sister lives there, visited there multiple times, have traveled there often for work. And, man, there's just something about Texas people. They're fun. Yeah. Uh, they get after it. Uh, I, I want to say it's like a good old boy uh, in the in the, in the the right way. Um, way of saying that, you know, it's just guys are guys, you know, it, you know. Shit just one plus one equals two. You know what I mean? Like, they drink beer, they drive trucks, they shoot guns. Um, There's tons of land. Chew tobacco. Chew tobacco. Chew tobacco spit, right? So, yeah, Texas would be my number three. I love it. All right. So, to me, number three for me, uh, a place I love vacationing growing up. Uh, would much rather go here as a tropical destination than anywhere else in the world, and it's Florida. Ooh. Big Florida guy. Um, it's I know it's humid as fuck, but we used to go down around Thanksgiving. Oh man, it was beautiful. We're on the Gulf side. I loved it though. Um, I don't know, just something about it. Uh, Port Charlotte, Punta Gorda area. That's my favorite. Uh, sure. A little slower. Uh, but yeah, man, I just, uh, Florida, Florida is it for me. Um, then you, well, number well, four, well, hold on, hold on, hold well, on. You a golf guy yeah. or a Atlantic coast guy? 
Yeah, I think golf more. I've yeah. spent a lot more time on the golf. Golf's more low key, low speed. Yeah. The, the the Atlantic yep. coast is uh, very it's... much like it's the East Coast, right? It's that's where all the you know yeah, people yeah. from New York bought. That's where they vacation, and it's very much like that. You go to Miami, Fort Lauderdale. It's more high speed, more flash, uh, more about going yep. out. But then you go to you know Sanibel, Anna Maria Island, best place. You know, like there's so many little things on the on the Gulf. It's just it, the beaches are you know it's more white sand. I, yeah, I yep. love going to that place. Um, throw in Disney World. You know, hey, mm-hmm. let's cook. Also, yep. I've been NASA. I've been to Orlando, uh, Daytona 500. Like it's all. I mean, I don't know. Florida's got its bad raps, but I like Florida a lot. Um, always been a fan. There you go. Uh, so then wrapping around, dude. Um, next, this one's gonna probably come as a shock. So you can pick all fifty. I'm picked the great state of South Dakota. Uh, what? Wow. Yeah, number four is South Dakota. Primarily, I mean, really, lived in Mitchell for a while, obviously, but Sioux Falls and then Deadwood. Uh, I just love those areas, especially Deadwood, man. Uh, you talk about an old cowboy town. Uh, it just don't get much better than that. Sure. Up in the mountain there, you know, there's not even really a mountain, but it's just, I mean, there's just something about being in Deadwood and, it's just a, it's a, it's a peaceful place for me. I've always enjoyed going out there to Western South Dakota. And it's, it's just one of those places too, where like, I mean, you go through the badlands, right. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what the fuck? This is in South Dakota. Mm-hmm. And then you come out the other side and then you go to Mount Rushmore and you're like, I'm in South Dakota. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's just a, another crazy topography change, but yeah. Uh, yeah, just I mean, I love going to Sioux Falls. Obviously, multitude of reasons. It's a it's a great place. What is it? Great faces, great, great faces, places, great places. That's their, that's their logo, right? That's their slang. So yeah, uh, South Dakota. I mean, that's that's my number four. Yeah, so yeah. that's my number four. That's a that's an interesting flex. Yeah, you know, um, Midwest till I die. There you go. I would say. Yeah, it does have an interesting thing. And if you've never been to the Black Hills, the Deadwood area, you know, that's up there and one of those things you got to see in your lifetime. Um, And and or experience. It's just a very cool place and affordable place to, like, spend some time with your family and just kind of, like, disconnect because you are in the middle of fucking nowhere. You're generally on the side of a mountain. Uh, everything is 30 minutes away, even though it's like a mile and a half because you're winding through. They didn't cut through the shit. Right. You know what I mean? They built around. Yeah. With it around it, you know, and, and, uh, helped maintain its integrity, which is super cool to see. You know, we just went out there this last year and man, my kids had a blast. We had a blast. Um, it's definitely something I want to make sure that I try to do more with my family is, experience that um yeah yeah man good that's it i like that pick i will say the rest of the state it leaves a lot to be desired it's just flat um <laughs> no for sure but yeah i obviously have good memories of sioux falls and you know going to college there yeah. and everything so yeah i can't hate on it um sticking with your souths my number four pick south carolina Oh, that was on my list too. That's a good oh, pick. Oh yeah, man. Um, 
you know, my my brother-in-law lives in Greenville, South Carolina, which is a, I don't know, 150,000 person town. You know, it's, it's not, yeah. it's not what they're known for, but you know, he got married no. there. We went there, you know, the people are, you know, super kind. This, if you've never been to the South, all right, you have to go. Southern hospitality is a thing. You know, they are gracious. They're kind. Uh, obviously, a little racist is in their history. Uh, you got to get over that. You got to kind of like look past that. Uh, and I'm not saying it's not, it shouldn't be a thing, but the state in and of itself is, is gorgeous. Um, right. You've got the ocean, which is nothing like, you know, being on the Atlantic ocean in Florida. Um, you got great golf, just, just, a it's, it's really cool. I would just highly encourage yeah, if you've never been to South Carolina, for sure, get to fucking South Carolina. And I don't know Charleston people. I mean, beautiful. Yeah, um, even like Alexis Cubit, who I had on the pod, my pod. Uh, she she was a beat writer for Clemson for a year, right? Yeah, <laughs> and she's like, she had all those prerequisitions, especially for her um, about going to South Carolina, the deep South, right? Yeah, and she's like, I'm so glad I pushed those things to the side yeah. and made the move because. There's a lot of terrible history in those places for right. sure. But if you can get past that and be like, hopefully we're still growing from that. There's a lot of beauty in a place like South Carolina. And it, it's just that it's <clears throat> history. Right. Right. Obviously there's shitty people everywhere, but for it, sure. But that, that, that stereotype is history. It's not correct. Current. And those people are super, kind and loving and like you know just gracious and like will give you the shirt off their back um and just it's a different kind of like nice and it's it's beautiful to top it all off um humid as fuck don't like that but right i'll get over that um my number five Hey, look, and I got to go, you know, be where your feet are, Minnesota. I'm glad somebody took it. Um, Obviously, you're listening to this. Most people who listen to this, or at least half the audience, (laughs) is probably from Minnesota. And if you're from here, you know, uh, it's just. It's got its charm, man, uh, and it is it is a very large state with a lot to take in. You go up north, you get into the Iron Range, you get into the Boundary Waters, uh, you know, the Great Lakes area, so much different than southern Minnesota um, from, a, you know, from a topography standpoint, but just the people are cool. Minnesota nice is, is its own thing. It, it does take a while to break in. Um, For sure. Something I experienced, but... Once you break in, it, it becomes home quickly, and you take a pride in everything about the state, in the shittiness of our fucking sports franchises. Praise and God. You take pride in the fucking weather and how stupid it is. Uh, you wear it like a badge of honor, even though inside you curse it every day. Oh, um, yeah. But the summers 
are fucking perfect. They're perfect. Yeah. You know, 80 degrees, 85 degrees, not a ton of humidity. We get a bad week or two, just like you got one bad week of winter, and it was a little chilly, and your nips got a little couple. hard. Right, easy, I got a couple. You know, you had you you put gloves on once. Um, you know. No, no, I don't <laughs> oh, want you, you to ban. Okay, don't rip me to shreds like that. I haven't put a stocking cap on okay. or gloves. I've worn a jacket, and I've okay. said, "Holy shit, it's cold!" All right, all back right, to Minnesota. Okay. All right, all right, good, 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 good. You haven't fully adopted to Arizona life then yet, because it will happen. <laughs> I remember my mom putting winter coats on us when it was fifty degrees, and my dad losing his shit. <laughs> It gets cold, dude. I know a lot of people that do that. So. Um, yeah, you know, you you just you deal with it because the rest of the summer is is fucking perfect. It's it's warm enough in the day to do whatever you want, and it's cool enough at night to have a bonfire uh, and swap mosquitoes away. And you know, that's a that's a top five beer is a bonfire beer. So, amen. You know, God bless Minnesota and its ten thousand plus lakes. Yep. Nope, couldn't agree more. I uh, love it there. I wasn't going to put it in my top five, which is, I know, kind of odd for everybody. <clears throat> um, you know, do love home, uh, but I, I don't know. You said it, you made a lot of good points about Minnesota. I'm not going to pile it on there. Um, but my number five, I knew I knew you wouldn't take it. So I'm taking a five. It's probably higher on the list for me, and it's because – my favorite place on earth is there is the great state of Iowa. Wow. Okay. So, uh, if it wasn't for Okaboji, uh, spirit Lake, Wapaden, Wapaden, uh, uh, Lake Park, you know, I, uh, yeah, dude, I just, I love it there, and I think there's obviously I know there's other cool parts of the state. I haven't, I've seen some, you know, I've been to Sioux City, Sioux City, uh, been a couple other places, uh, Des Moines, uh, Quad Cities, the Quads. No, I don't think so. <laughs> but uh, yeah, dude. I mean, you you've probably been to Boji more than last year when we hung out. A couple but, times, man. Boji in the summertime, if you can get on a boat, then you can pull up to a bar. There's nothing better in the world than that to me. And I know it's great because I took a girl from middle of fucking nowhere, New Mexico, back there, and she thinks it's the coolest fucking place on earth. Right? So, um, yeah, dude, it's a blast. I love Boji. Uh, yeah, sprinkle my ashes there when I die. So, Respect that, man. I respect that. Yeah. And I think like that's like uh, I think Boji, right? Like Minnesota. It's such like a Midwest. Like when you experience it, you just you you have such a deep appreciation for it because uh, it's really not a thing that is anywhere else. Um, no. And Boji is unique. I I'm not trying to like say it's not, but man, throw a dart on a map in the state of Minnesota. You know, Brainerd, Isades. Like there's so many of those locations where they're they're local destinations and everybody there's, you know, got those same vibes and trying to have a good time and get away for the weekend and just out on a boat right. chilling and you know, enjoying life. Mm -hmm. Um 
and it's not what you think it is. It's just it's a communal thing. It really is. It, it's 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 like going to church for a lot of people. Right. And uh, if you if you're not from here and you get a chance, like take it in. Don't go to Minnetonka. That's not that's not that. It's not the same. It's yeah. Not, that is Lake Havasu. You know, it's all flash and you know a bunch of fucking wannabes. So don't do that. But yeah. I love it. No, um, you're 100 percent right. I think. I mean, that's that's what makes the Midwest great, right? Yeah. We've talked about it a million times. You get to Memorial Day weekend, and you know I have 90 days mm-hmm. to live the best fucking life I can, right? Because it's gonna change fast. Without a doubt. You get to the end of September, and it's done. Yep. So. Yep. Uh, yeah, dude, it's just a spot that I love, and I know, and everybody's got that spot. We've said that talk a million times. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got that spot in the Midwest, right? Your cabin, wherever it is, yeah, that's their heaven on earth, and that's that's mine. So, yeah. and I got, I have two states that I want to mention as like HM. I'm calling, uh, yeah, I guess I'm calling them honorable mentions. I've never been. I've only heard that. Didn't make either of our list, but I encourage. First is Maine. Yeah, I, that's. I mean, that's the big chunk I have of. I've never seen. I've never really been out east, up in the northeast, at least. Yeah. So I've never been north of Boston or Massachusetts, whatever you want to call it. But I've got some friends who've been to Maine, and they say it is. It's like a different part of the world. Yeah. Um, and so I want to get there. I want to experience that. That has the opportunity to crack uh, my list. And then the other is Alaska. Yeah, I think that's the same. I haven't been there. Uh, yeah, I, only, I can only amount, imagine the beauty in Alaska. Mm-hmm. Um, I did have two on my list, too, that weren't picked by either one of us. Tennessee. Yep. Uh been to Nash, right? I mean, Nashville is a great spot, but we, the, the last time I went to Nashville, I actually drove Brandon Splinter, Denver Splinter, and her sister. And, uh, yeah, dude, fuck. Driving through the mountains, it's just fucking beautiful. Yeah, and I understand why people fall in love with that. I, I lived in Chattanooga, man. Um, yeah. And, yeah, dude, Rocky Top, you know, it's, uh, it's, a, it's another way of life. It's very... You know, South Carolina esque man. The people of Tennessee right. are fucking sweet. Um, it's it, there's some cool cities, good good shit to see. Yeah, yep. Tennessee fucks. Yep. And then my last one was actually Missouri, Table Rock Lake, which is in southern Missouri, northern Arkansas. Okay. Might be the coolest thing in the world. Okay. Um, and I think like you know like Ozarks is cool. Um, you know, those, those are those things that, that make the state for me. And, I mean, the rest of the state could be a big shithole. I mean, I've been to Hannibal um, once. I drove through Hannibal. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I think just because of those two lake locations, Ozarks and then Table Rock, that just puts it on the list for me. I, I, I will have to put it out there. At one point in my life, I did say Missouri is the armpit of America. Uh, it probably is. I would probably say like Mississippi is the armpit of America. There's some, there's some uh, places. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I I have never been to Ozark, so I can't uh, can't compare. So it's a it's a pretty cool spot. I understand why people love it. 
Seeing the show um, looks awesome. Never watched the show. And also a lot of old people love Branson. Yeah. Right? Branson's a big, big Midwest destination too. Yeah. And that you place, really want to be Branson bound with these losers? Right. That, that place sucks. That place So what's the, Jeff, what's your one state that you hate the most? I'm going to let you go first since you let me have the first pick. All right. It's Wisconsin. Damn it. Fuck, I was going to be mine. Yeah. Such a natural yeah. fucking thing to hate. Uh, I just, honestly, I haven't spent a ton of time in Wisconsin. My aunt and uncle lived in Milwaukee for a little bit. I uh, went to Madison a couple times, and the Gophers played out there, like, three times. Uh, yeah. I just fucking hate it, dude. I don't know what it is sure. about it. I think, here's the deal. I have, like, a geographical map of... Well, geographical map, obviously. Those are the only kind of maps um, of the Midwest. And I cut Wisconsin out. I don't. I cut Illinois out. I hate when people from Chicago are like, oh, I'm from the Midwest. No, the fuck you're not. Yeah. Right? I hate when people are like, well, I'm from Milwaukee. I'm from Milwaukee. No, you're not. Right. You're not. You don't know what it's like. All right? Is it flat? Nope. Okay, then you're out, right? A part of the requirement is that most of your state has to be so flat that you can watch your dog run away for two days. That's part of the requirement of being in the Midwest. (laughs) To get the fuck out of here. And also, the fact, here's my big thing. The fact that Wisconsin has attached to it the UP of Michigan has always blown my mind. Just take that shit. Yeah, it's not even connected to Michigan. Pussies. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It doesn't have anything to do with the Packers or the Badgers because I hate the fucking Hawkeyes and Iowa made my list. It's a, I mean, it really puts it, it chaps my ass yep. that they have a part of their state that they just are like, hey, Michigan, you can have that. Yep. Fuck off. Dorks. If you're listening to this from Wisconsin, don't turn it on next week. Or do, and we'll just shit on you more. That's yeah. fine, too. Wisconsin sucks. That was going to be my pick. Uh, so I'm, I'm calling it Audible, and uh, I spent some time in Kentucky. Okay. Oh, fuck, Jeff. And it's not Kentucky. Calm down. Okay, okay, okay. I ain't trying to get divorced, brother. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kentucky's got its charm, all right? Uh, but. There's a thing called like the Mason Dixon line there. Right? Everybody's heard of it. And it really, it's the northern border of Kentucky. And what's yeah. north of Kentucky? Indiana. So Indiana is your pick. You know why birds fly upside down in Indiana? And nothing worth shitting on over there. Oh, I like that. That state fucking like sucks, that. my man. Like there is. I. I have driven through that state more times than I can count coming from Kentucky to Minnesota, and it just sucks. Like, you get you cross the river. There's a river that separates Kentucky and Indiana, and you get into Indiana, and it's Jeffersonville. Everybody calls it Jeff. It's just a fucking dumb place. It sucks. Uh, you Jeff. I am. My name is Jeff. But I don't suck. <laughs> That place sucks. Uh, it's just like run down. It's decrepit. Yeah, I just it, fuck Indiana, man. Fuck, yep, fuck that. You. Fuck the Indiana Hoosiers. 
That stupid yeah. ass basketball team. The fuck fuck here. South Bend can get fucked too. Fuck Purdue. IUPUI. What the fuck is that? Yeah, that's the worst. That's the worst college in America. And I don't care what anybody says. Yeah. Indiana. Indiana University, University Purdue, Purdue University. University, Indiana. Fuck out of here. Yeah. Is there an IUPUK? No. Fuck off. Anyways, Indiana. You're my least favorite state in the union. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. Boom. Love it. Yeah, man. That was a good draft. Uh, I think I would. Uh, I think it's a toss-up, honestly, when you look at, like, who picked what as far as, like, who would win out of that draft. Um, how are we, how we picking a winner? Uh, like, are we picking a winner, like, Civil War, or are we picking a winner, like, uh, like, like state teams? Because if we're going to go war, you won, you got Texas. Yeah, I was going to say, like, if we're fighting, I think, obviously, I won because of Texas. Um yeah, I don't Sports know what teams I, are not looking good either. I mean, I t- took South Dakota and Iowa and Montana. So, I mean, I'm, you're probably winning. Yeah, Texas and South Carolina are going to like wrap up a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, <laughs> I guess, I guess, I guess if we do go back to fighting, I have baby Texas and South Dakota and Montana. Yeah, just not as big. I mean, got a lot of land space there. We go coastline. You win, surprisingly, because Minnesota's got more coastline than anywhere else. Um, but I will say, I do think we probably have the 10 best States in America for sure. If you live anywhere else, sorry, losers are bad. Yeah, no, that was fun though. Um, that's a good one, especially on my part. It's completely impromptu. Uh, should we do a little, uh, gambling recap? Uh, we shall, we shall, uh, you know, things How'd are you going well. Weekend, Jeff? Um, Depends on how we're looking at it. Honestly, a little better than I thought I was. I had done, but not great as well. Uh, I went two and two and one. Yeah, because I picked. I ended. I did end up picking five things. Uh, so I got. I got tails. Got yep, you did Philly first half Chiefs overall. Yep, you did. I did not get. Each team, one TD, one field goal, each half. Thanks a lot, Harrison Butker. Uh, and I don't think the Eagles kicked a field goal at all, so you would have been fucked either way. Yeah, they did. They, they scored. No, they got they one scored first 35. Half. Oh, did they get one? Yeah, they, they did. Got one they, first half and right. they got a two-point yep. conversion. I They didn't yep. get one in the second half. I will give you that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That, but anyways. <laughs> and then I did not get... My long shot of the week of A.J. Brown first, Isaiah Pacheco second, touchdowns. And then uh, my 2-2-1, two, two and one, quote unquote one, was my exact score for Philly to win, which was an emotional hedge and didn't hit, so I won emotionally. Yeah, I don't like that. You did that one other time on this podcast, and that's still a loss. You're right, you're right. All right, two and three. Um, overall, though, Two and ten or seven and ten overall. You are overall. Yeah. I, I don't know that I've won a bet on this fucking podcast. You are one and thirteen and one Shout out. with your yeah. emotional head, but one and fourteen. <laughs> 
yeah. according to the uh, sports books. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, I will say, yeah, it was not a good weekend. I had a double down on Sahith to win. Uh, he did not. Uh, still love the People's Prince. Um, I think people are going to really fall in love with him after this golf show, too, mm-hmm. on Netflix. Um, the I took heads. I told you about my fucking fourth grade science fair project. It's been heads a lot. I'll fucking go heads till I die. Um, uh, and the then Kelsey my Travis TVs. Kelsey two plus touchdowns. But when he scored on the first drive, I was like, that's fucking easy money. Uh, and then they just never threw it to him. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's you, cool. You did win our little golf thing between you and I, I. did. Uh, I did. Where we each picked four golfers. Uh, my top three waxed your top three, but I had a guy miss the cut. Correct. And that I, was the only reason I, I told Mez. I was like, well, I won. Jeff nice deal. And also, uh, JT really stepped it up on Sunday. He did. He did. Um, so. Which was, yeah, that was helpful because, honestly, I was like two birdies away from still beating you. Yeah. Uh, you know, Scheffler. So you were, you texted me that early that on Sunday. You're yeah. Like, Fuck it. So, yeah. Um, no, it was, uh, so we'll, co- yeah, we'll count that as a win. Two and four. That's cool. Good, good pick by me. Max Oma also threw his club. He's human. So, <laughs> it was the worst club throw of all time. It was. It was not good. Like, <laughs> I mean, fucking toss that. Fucker, you gotta man. chuck like, that fucker. Who cares if it breaks? Yeah, you don't buy a new one. Right. Fuck it, you're out of you're out of sandwich the rest of the week. Figure it out. And it was on Sunday. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm with you. No, that was fun. That was a fun little little thing we did there. I will say, side note, uh, I talked about Bovada uh, a little bit uh, yes. last week and yep. their great Super Bowl prop bets. So when Mezzi got to town, I opened up my computer. And I had uh, $150 on my Bovada Sportsbook still, which I don't use anymore because I live here now and <laughs> sports gambling is legal. Yeah. So the first thing I did while we were drinking our whiskeys in the kitchen at 1.30 in the morning, 2 o'clock, whatever, I played some video slots and I won 25 bucks. That was sick, which goes right into your Bovada account. Nice. So then I took... All those, and I had, I, there was like, I think I did seven $10 bets. Um, I won two of them, but I took, they're fun, dude. That The offshores, they have some fun ones. So I took, um, will Andy Reid's punt pass kick competition be mentioned in the Super Bowl? It wasn't, so that one lost. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also took, will there be a horse collar penalty? That was like plus 750. I really like that to put 10 bucks on it. Didn't hit that one. Uh, I also bet the over on the bet the over on the Chris Stapleton uh, anthem national anthem that did not hit, and the last one that didn't hit, I don't know, I don't remember. But then I hit on the over under number of the first touchdown score, which was Jalen. So the the line was set at eleven and a half, and so we really we literally sat in my kitchen the other night. We're like, okay, Jalen, that's Pacheco, that's Jet McKinnon, that's you know Devontae Smith, that's AJ Brown. And we're like, you know, kind of really like that eleven and a half. So I took the under, right? So and it did hit, thank God, because Gainwell's fourteen, and then 
That was the other way I hit was the other bet I won on was will a touchdown be overturned by review? The very first one was. So those were some fun ones that I threw some cash on. So I I am back to even a Bovada account after the spins and the bullshit. I have $150 in there. Hey, look at you, man. Victory is mine. (laughs) Good job. Good job. Good job. Uh, Yeah. What do you, uh, what do you like this weekend? Because now we're in we're in a weird place. No more football, right? Until we are in a weird place. Until USFL XFL comes out, but who wants to bet on that? That's no fun. XFL is back this weekend. Oh. We could bet on football this weekend. Well, shit. I I gotta watch the first week of games because I don't know shit. Uh, I don't. So I'm just, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter to me. I don't know shit either way. <laughs> so I'll pick it. <laughs> um, but I am. Uh, I think right now is a really good time. If you're listening to this, don't follow our bets, but follow this advice. Right now is a really good time for you to make money because we have NASCAR and the PGA. And if you pick guys to finish in the top 10 or top five, not even win the race or the golf tournament, there's a pretty good return out there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's fun, and I know I did that for you, and I don't know if those are your picks, but I'll start my first one. I did go a Daytona 500 pick. Uh, Kyle Larson, top 10 finish at Daytona is a plus 110, so that's my double up of the week, right? Kyle Larson. Uh, 10 to win 11 bucks. So Kyle Larson, top 10 finish at Daytona. Okay. It's Daytona weekend? Yep. Holy shit. I like that. I, I'm, I'm a bit. I'm an undercover big NASCAR guy, Jeff. So no, I hey, I as mentioned on uh, a podcast that I had done with Brad. I used to watch it all yeah. the time, dude. Uh, I used we like me and my buddies. We had drivers that we picked, and you know we were yeah. all you know Chuck was Matt Kenseth, uh, TC was Tony Stewart, Dwyer was Love Sterling that. Marlin, um, mine was Jimmy Johnson. I was the last guy. And I picked him, and this was before he went on that epic run. Of six straight titles when everybody Seven. shut NASCAR off? Seven. Oh, even better. Yeah. Um, and then they had to, like, redo scoring because he just couldn't lose. Uh, right. Yeah, so I loved NASCAR, man. It was great. I'd watch the start, take a nap, and then wake up for the finish. It was, yep. It was my Sunday routine. So I'm a bit, yeah. Love that you love NASCAR. All right, uh, my first, uh, Genesis Open, Tiger's back. Yeah. A little golf clap for Tiger, okay? Um, you got to appreciate any time that motherfucker tees it up. I just I got to say that, okay? For sure. Um, almost lost his leg two years ago. This is the first non-major he's played since 2020. That's nuts. Uh, P.S., before you go any farther with your bet? Yeah. Did you see the Instagram post I sent to the boys right before we started this? I have not yet. Look it up. Okay. Looking as we speak. Oh, that's dope. Tiger paid JT for outdriving him. No, no, no. No. Oh, tampon. Tampon. Tiger out drove JT. I love that dude. They have become like such weird, like weirdly such good friends. 
Yeah, I was telling Ton earlier about uh, the father-son tournament when uh, JT and his dad were behind Charlie and Tiger, and Charlie left a note in the sand because he said he knew JT was going to end up in the sand, which he did, Mm -hmm. and he just wrote, like, you suck, pussy, on a fucking note card. (laughs) It's great. It's great. I'm sorry. Back to your picks. Uh, Yeah, so I I have uh, two golf picks, again, as Ben's mentioned. Good time, good way to make money. Um, are you going to win every week? No, no. But there's a lot of opportunity in plus territory with respect to these. And look, cream rises to the top when it comes to golf, when it comes to NASCAR. So they're good bets. Yep. When you think about it. Uh, so first thing I did, uh, Max Homa, top five. All right, he won there last year. So yep. defending champ. Um, it's kind of like his home course, even though it's not right. He's a California kid. That might not be right. I just said that. I don't know that. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know, know that for true. sure. But I know he's from California. But he he lives and breathes that course. Uh, yeah. So anyway, Max Homa, top five plus three fifty. Love it. Had a great Love day. Uh, when I turned it off, he was leading. He is in the lead. Yeah, I do a lot of DFS golf, and I'm getting my ass kicked to me right now. So I just basically threw fucking $20 to the win, which is always fun. Um, but it's just money will make more. Also, I kind of feel bad about this pick, but I saw it last night, and it was a boosted odd, and I felt like I had to take it. I know nobody else can bet on this right now, which if you're obviously following the podcast, you're not betting with Ben. Don't bet with Ben, right? Um, Fade him. But I saw this last night, and I had to throw skin on it. Tiger, it was a boosted odd. Tiger to make four-plus birdies in any single round at the Genesis. It was a minus 420, and they boosted it to plus 170. I'm FanDuel. Nice. So I had to take that, so I'm going with that. In any round? In any single round, four-plus birdies. I feel like, fuck, I mean... I really, I mean, it's, I, I know Tiger's getting old, but that's it's Tiger. Still, that's at that course. It fairways are open, uh, right? They're wide, and it's an iron player's course. Where, where, I mean, where's he sitting at right now? Do you know? I can look it up. <clears throat> I do not know off the top of my head, my man. But let's look it up. Do 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 do. Not looking good. Uh, he's minus two. Oh, is he? I, mean, I skimmed over. So, I mean. That's a good round for him. He might have done it today. Who knows? Let's see. Uh, one, two on the front nine. Yeah, he had five. Yeah, so I won my money today. Cash so. that shit. Cash cool. them tickets. Job. I wonder if you can double down on it. Like, do it again. Yeah, I don't know. That was it. I mean, that was a nice boost. Absolutely. Um, like that. And then my, so my second was any four of Rom, Scheffler, Finau, Morikawa, and Cantlay top 20 finish. Yeah. I like that. Including ties. I did like that a lot because of the including ties. Huge. That's That's huge. That really is huge. It's a huge like thing that, you know, you get like top you know, topped in there because it's 
there's not it's not a 20 stroke difference in this game Correct. right and so a lot of people can get you know can finish two under par for the week and that yep. you know good for you um so anyways all i got all you need is four of them and that's plus 125 yep i like that i like that a lot um uh, so my last one here is another Genesis open bet. And I've been listening to too much PGA radio and I hyped the fuck out of myself on this pick. And I put him in, in my fucking DFS lineup. And just so we're clear, I usually do fairly well in DFS. I'm almost in last place right now. Mm-hmm. On, uh, uh, so it's not looking good for this week, but you'll have those, you know, every week's not going to be a winner. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Matthew Neesmith. Okay. Yeah, uh, I put it was plus it was plus twenty two hundred to finish top ten. There's all this hype. I don't know if he's a sponsor exemption. Again, I have no fucking idea who this guy is. Yeah. Uh, he might have been a sponsor exemption. Who's got a great rapport at this course? But I just kept hearing his name. Uh, I put him in my DFS lineup. He's currently plus three, so he's not making the cut. Tied for 101st. Um, so it's I mean, not looking good. Anything uh, is possible. That's true. I mean, you can have a hell of a second day, but it's not looking good. Um, so, yeah, that's my last one. Don't bet. On, I mean, you could bet on it now because it's probably through the fucking roof as he's mm-hmm. sitting plus three. Uh, put a buck on it. You might be a millionaire. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I got a a unique process for my third pick of the week. I love it. Pick a sport. You're telling me? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to tell you hockey. Okay. NHL. Damn it the fuck. I wanted to pick a, just pick a game this weekend. Random. But it's only given me. Tomorrow's through Friday. All right, so through Friday we got stars yeah. at wild. Oh, uh, Jeff, this is a big one for you. Mm-hmm. This so, is the colors are on the fucking line. They are on the line. Um, wilder line one and a half. Wilder dogs. Stars are favored one and a half plus two twenty five. Over unders five and a half. Where's the dat? It's at Minnesota. Take the wild, dude. Here's the deal. I'm going to tell you right now. Here, two things have happened awesomely in Dallas Stars Minnesota Wild games recently. One in Minnesota. My co-hosts got to ride the Zamboni. Yes. And they almost, I mean, they almost got the entire promotions team fired yep. because some other dipshit kid ripped his jersey off yes. and he was wearing a Stars jersey. Then last week, in the greatest video I've seen ever in the history of time, mm-hmm. this absolute douchebag fuck kid got punched square between the fucking eyes after talking shit, and that was at a Wild Stars game. Yeah. So I think you got to put money on that one. We got momentum. We got momentum. Yeah, I'll take I'll take Wild to cover. One and a half. That's here. right. Let's go. Love it. In Krill, we trust. Plus one. And a half. Boom. Boom. Good shit, man. Uh, yeah. I'm digging those. Digging that. It's a weekend. It is. It is. 
And we're going to have to get into other shit, too. Like, I'm looking forward to basketball. I know you're not. College. Sorry. Yeah, no, no. I think when we get into March Madness, we're going to have fun. Uh, I've already told Ton I'm going to put $5 on every underdog the entire tournament. Oh, I like that strategy. I like that strategy. Yep. So To cover or to win? Just to win outright. I'm putting them on the money line. $5 every day, every underdog. Because I've seen the fucking math and the math they come maths. out ahead. The math, math. Huh? The math. Math does math. Math. You going to come down from March Madness again this year? <laughs> we are not. That's a bummer. We are not. That trip fell apart. It's too bad. This year, time. it fell apart. Next year. Okay. Next year. Yeah, man. Uh, good shit. Good shit. Let's see how this all plays out. We're going to make some fucking money. Hey, I'm already also, I mean, sounds shitty, but I am already one of three. So <laughs> this is the week. I mean, this is where you get hot. Stay yep. hot. Maybe Sorry, that's your, can bet on it. Maybe that's your thing, right? Um, yeah, all Pick I mean, one on a Thursday night. Well, hey, that slash this is where you this is where you shine. Like football, yeah. you were taking some fucking long shots. I think I know too much, right. honestly, and I really do think that's the thing. Like I overthink the fuck out of football bets. Hundred percent, man. That's why I was just like, pick a sport. <laughs> yep. I'll, I'll just pick something. Um, yeah, yeah, and unfortunately, you can't pick two of mine because um, the. The thing has already started, but again, like right. that's I sent that to you on like fucking Tuesday. The bet has been placed. So <laughs> yep, no, the we I, and that's the thing I do love about this. We have the receipts. The bets have been placed. Mm-hmm. Uh if somebody wants to come after us, <laughs> come after us. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Fight us over our We'll show you how much money we're not winning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fucking idiots. Yeah. <laughs> you think we're just throwing it. shit to the wind. Yeah, our money. That's what we're throwing. Our hard-earned dollars that we could be using on coffees or something. Or something like that. Yeah. But yeah, I know. Let's make some money this weekend, man. Um, Let's do it. Big plans or just chilling after Not such dog. a rager? Uh, nope. I'm going to play Vince with the boys tomorrow. In all honesty, Probably going to watch WWE Elimination Chamber Saturday night. I'm a small fucking child. Um, and then Sunday, technically speaking, Tanai's anniversary. So oh, maybe do a little something. Um, but we just did a little something for Valentine's Day. So we'll see. Just getting done. I know you're listening. That's um, tough, man. That's tough. Uh, my wife's big dummy I am, right? Well, hey, my wife's birthday is the 12th. Yeah. Valentine's Day is the 14th. Fuck. What did Jen say when you told her that you got Rihanna to do the halftime show for her birthday as a gift? Just rolled her eyes. Yeah. Didn't fucking care. Yeah. <laughs> she. I mean, and shout out to her. She just doesn't expect much. Yeah. With respect. I got to lower the expectations for Ton, but then you're going to give me a dog. And then it's going to be through the roof. It's going to be a fucking Danif. Yeah. I mean, you got, dude, you got to get there. There's, there's a road ahead of you to get to the point where no one, like you just don't give a shit about like birthday presents anymore. It doesn't mean you don't love somebody. (laughs) Right. Right. Early on. Oh, I made a mistake once of not. Cause she said, I don't want anything. I was like, Oh, cool. Uh, 
And so I didn't do anything. You dumbass. And uh, yeah, that backfired tremendously on me. Hard. Uh, needless to say, I proposed like a month later. <laughs> oh, boy. That's a big way to make <laughs> right? up like, for it. That's good. I made up for it. Um, but, yeah, I was like, well, you said you didn't want anything. What the fuck? Yeah. I took it way too literal, Ben. So. Yeah. 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 You can't. You good can't. luck. Yeah. I appreciate it. Oton, too. <laughs> she let me uh, treat the house like a fucking frat house yeah. for a weekend. Yeah. So. Got to do it right, man. Yeah, yeah. Good luck with that. Uh, I'm going to get Tina Preach. back. And. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll see if uh, the bitch is pregnant. Let's fucking go. <laughs> fun times, fun times, dude. All right, brother. You bet. Do your thing. Appreciate you. All right, appreciate everybody listening. Uh, happy Friday. I think this was probably long as fuck. I have no idea. We talked for a long time tonight, and I absolutely loved it. Uh, it's good to be back to even. Kill your Friday. Kill the weekend. Uh... With that being said, like, comment, share, subscribe, unsubscribe, rate five stars, subscribe again. Be good, everybody. Whatever you do, back to you. Why you gotta be up in my business? Please leave me alone. I ain't being rude, swear that I just like my privacy. It ain't nothing wrong if you choosing not to ride with me. I got a sidekick, you know how Batman Robin be. Oh, Bonnie and Clyde, my feelings is down the ride. Say the word, the dog is jumping the fence. I ain't say a word, the shorty say give me this. Oh, that was your girl, she screaming my government. I hopped up the curb, I ain't looking back since. 